Hello, friends. My name is Brittany, and this is the Capture the Chaos podcast. Each week, we talk about how to grow your family photography business without burnout. I share tactical tips, tricks, and things you really need to be doing in order to have success without sacrificing the parts of your life that are most important. Let me ask you, friend, how is your marketing going? Do you have a marketing plan, or do you feel like you're just kind of throwing spaghetti on the wall and hoping it sticks. Can I tell you a little secret? I used to do that too. I would post every day on Instagram and I called it marketing. And yes, it is marketing, but that's just not effective and it's not as far reaching as it could be. Your marketing plan should serve your overall goals for the year. Do you have an income goal or maybe a time freedom goal? Spend less time working, but still bring in profit? Is your marketing plan serving its actual purpose for you? Do you want to learn how to create a purposeful meaning marketing plan that helps you go closer to your goals? I created a course called Master Your Marketing that literally walks you step-by-step through how to create your goals, plan your marketing, and create content that works towards your goals. After this course, you won't feel lost. You won't feel like you're just posting willy-nilly, whatever seems good that day. You're going to have a plan, and it's going to be great. (laughs) Do you want in? Okay, click the link in the show notes to join the class and find out more information. All right, friend, let me ask you, is blogging dead? The youngsters, (laughs) wow, I sound... I sound like I'm 80. Gen Z will have you believe that it is dead because it's too long to read a blog post. And well, they aren't wrong there. We do have the attention span of a goldfish these days, don't we? But also, I know that I don't take advice from anyone born in 2000 or later. Or I guess maybe 2002. At least not yet. Get some years under your belt. Get some life experience. Let that brain fully developed and then we'll talk. The good news is Google isn't a 20-year-old, non-reading Gen Z. Dare I say kid? I'm kidding. I love Gen Z. They are the future. I love that they're taking our 90s fashion and bringing it back, but like way cooler than we did it. I won't lie. I have adopted the middle part. I've left my skinny jean days behind. We millennials are not setting fashion trends anymore. We had our day in the sun and those days are gone. Now we're building successful businesses and learning what life is really all about. I really don't hate my 30s. I honestly, I would rather sit in these mellow years than go back to my 20s. And it's amazing that you kind of think you're you're grown and you don't even realize how much growing you have left to do when you're 20, like mentally and emotionally at least. Hopefully you're not, I mean, I guess you could still be growing up. I don't know. Okay. So this isn't a generational episode. I got off on one of my squirrel tangents there, didn't I? (laughs) Anyway, Google does like to read. In fact, Google prefers to sit down with its coffee on a Sunday morning and read at least 200 or 300 words. So all of that to say, no blogging is not dead. It's alive and well as far as SEO is concerned. Let me guess, you don't have time to blog. Let's go ahead and rephrase that. You do have time. We all have the same amount of time in a day. It's just we prioritize tasks differently, right? And that's okay. But here's what's not okay. Wasting your precious finite time on something that isn't going to get you long-term results. 
Yes, I am calling out Instagram and Facebook. And no, I'm not anti-social media. I love Instagram. It's a fabulous way to connect with people and get some visibility. But the cold hard truth is your content is really only seen for about 24 to 48 hours. So that means you just have to keep posting to stay relevant. You are busy. You don't have time to be stuck in that loop. Like the that movie Groundhog Day where he keeps waking up and repeating the same day over and over again. You don't have time to keep feverishly posting on Instagram just to stay on top of mind and hoping it brings you bookings. Which, yeah, it might bring you bookings, but at what cost? How much time are you spending doing that? You need to be utilizing the tools that have longevity, like blogging. Also, here's the cool thing about writing blogs. You can repurpose that content from your blog into social media and newsletters. So really, you're just writing one piece of content and reusing it. I like to pull like a sentence or two from my blog post and use it for Instagram. And then I can pull a different sentence and use it for a different post. I know SEO, which is search engine optimization, aka how Google finds you, uh, finds your website at least, seems really big, scary, and confusing, but it's really quite simple. Let me just break it down very, very simply and briefly. I mean, there's a lot more to know than what I'm going to get into, but this is the bare minimum. Google catalogs your website. It reads the words that are on your page, both visible and hidden. It indexes your website, like in the back of a book where where you go to find subjects on topics in that book. A potential client types a search term into Google, like Dallas Family Photographer. A list of pages and pages and pages and pages of photographers populate. The website with better SEO are higher um, in that list, increasing their chances of being seen and getting booked by clients. So how do you move yourself up on this list? There's a lot that goes into this, but I'm just trying to keep it really simple. So for simplicity's sake, the more applicable keywords that are on your website, the higher you'll be ranked and the more often your pages get clicked. And mind you, each of your pages on your website are able to be ranked separately. For example, my mini, my mini booking page is ranked like third or fourth and my newborn page is ranked 20th or something. And then it will rank differently for different keywords. So I actually rank second for Dallas mini sessions and I rank number one for Plano mini sessions. For Plano newborn photographer, I'm ranked 13th, I think. I'm not sure what I'm ranked for Dallas exactly, but it's below that for sure. I don't even think I'm on the first page. My mini session page is high for SEO because of how many page visits it gets. I send everyone to my mini session page for booking. So if they want to book a mini session, they go to that page to click on the calendar links. Okay, so hopefully you're with me so far. In short, we want clicks and we want words. And Google likes fresh content. Enter blogging. I'm going to break the, uh, to break down what you need for a solid blog post. And I'll even give you some blog post ideas. What do you need for a good blog post? First, you need at least 300 words, including keywords that potential clients will be searching for. You also want to break break up long chunks of text with headings and number two speaking of headings you'll also want searchable titles and h2 and h3 headings 
So there is a hierarchy of text in your blog. The title or the H1 heading is what Google prioritizes first, followed by H2, H3, H4, etc. Et um, this is HTML code, all right? This is um, in the back end of things. So you don't necessarily see that it says H2. It's just usually it's the bigger text is H1, like the title of your blog is H1, the smaller the next smallest is H2, smaller is H3, H4, and so on and so forth. If you use Pixie Set, I know it has it like broken down pretty good. Um, you should be breaking up your text with H2 headings. This helps readability and of course adds more Google adds more for Google to prioritize over the main text. So think about what your potential clients might be searching. Like when should I take my fraternity my fraternity? My maternity photos. How to style your family sessions. Best photo locations in my area. Like best photo locations in Dallas, so on and so forth. Number three, images with alt text. Alt text is text that's included in HTML code to describe an image on a web page. It provides context for search engine crawlers as well as for those who are viewing a page with a screen reader, like people who... Um, well, viewing it with a screen reader. It, it also helps boost your SEO. And when people search keywords and click on the image tabs, this is what Google looks for, that alt text. So if you have like Dallas newborn photographer in your alt text and then someone goes and types in Dallas newborn photographer, clicks on the images and yours is ranked pretty high in the image tab, then that's going to show up. And I like this better. I, if I'm searching for a photographer, I'm going to go to that image tab so I can actually see their images, right? Because real images from the website are popping up. While if you're um, on the main Google tab page, whatever it's called, it's just words, it's just names. And I mean, I get like, I don't know what your style looks like from this tiny little icon right there in your name. Like that doesn't tell me anything. So I personally would go over and look at images if I was a client searching. So the fourth thing you need on your blog is outbound links. Whenever, whenever you can include outbound links to other websites, you can include vendors you worked with. Like maybe if someone did florals for you or the location, if there's a link for it, the clothes the client wore, and so on. Google wants you to send traffic to other pages as well, and it rewards you for doing that. Number five, as a bonus, I always like to include a call to action. If it's a blog about family sessions, I would say book your family session here, and I would include the link. So the next question would be, how often should you be blogging? The answer is as much as you can, but really no less than a month, once a month. If you can do two a month, that would be great. If you can blog once a week, that would be even better. Um, I, I mean, I, if you can do every day, that would be super, but that doesn't really seem to be um, saving us any time because that's a lot of work. <laughs> so probably don't blog every day then. Then the next question would be, what do you write about? I have an easy peasy formula to get you started. First, you need to think about the sessions that you provide. Do you provide newborn, family, boudoir, cake smash, couples, senior sessions, so on and so forth, okay? So think about those. Blog post topic number one, how to prepare for your newborn session. 
your family session. Repeat for every type of session that you offer. In these blogs, you're going to provide tips and steps to help your client get ready for that session. You can even include this link in your pre-session emails. That is an easy way to get more clicks. So you say, hey, if you need help getting prepared for your session, click on this. And it takes them there. They, they gave you some clicks and Google likes the clicks. Blog post topic number two. Why should you book a newborn session, a boudoir session, and so on and so forth? You're going to list all the reasons why that session is a must-have, must-do session. Blog post topic number three. How to style your newborn session, family session, <laughs> so on and so forth. Again, you're going to send this to your clients in your pre-session emails. Again, more clicks. Blog post topic number four, the interview or session recap. You can repeat this process for literally every single client session that you have. You're going to interview your client. I would keep it short and brief so it's, so it's easy on them. Um, you can ask them questions like, why was booking a newborn session important to you? Did you have any concerns about the process that I helped alleviate? What was your favorite part of the session? What advice would you give to someone who is thinking about booking a session? So I like this as well because this is a really good one to use for like client testimonials um, posts on Instagram because basically that's what that is. Like they are giving you a testimonial to why they enjoyed working with you and you can pull their quotes and put that on Instagram captions and whatnot. Blog post topic number five, the FAQ blog for each of the sessions that you offer. Instead of just a regular Q&A on your main website, or not Q&A, but I guess more so FAQ, um, include it as a blog post. Answer some of the most frequently asked questions that you want to address. So right there, let's say you offer um, family sessions, newborn sessions, and couple sessions. You do three posts for blog post topic number one. You do three posts for blog post topic number two. You do three, four blog post number three and you can do three for blog post topic number five so that's 12 blogs right there so if you're only doing once a month that's a whole year of blog posts right if you're doing twice a month then that's six months and then for blog post topic number four which was the interview and the session recap you can do that for as many sessions as you have so if you have one session a month then you have at least one blog post a month there you go easy peasy you got your blog posts going it's as simple as that. And I think a lot of the time we get so caught up on a topic that we kind of overcomplicate things. Like we really overcomplicate things, don't we? I think any of those topics should be so easy for you to write about because one, you're educating your clients on something that you already have the answer to. You, you do, you have this inside of you. So it shouldn't be hard for you because you've done sessions and you just know what they need to know, right? And give yourself some credit because you do know this stuff. So get out there, start blogging, start boosting your SEO score. I guess that's not a score. Maybe it is a score. I don't know. Start boosting your SEO, get found on Google so you don't have to worry and rely on Instagram quite so much. Thank you guys for hanging out with me. As always, it was a pleasure. I'm still not on Instagram at the time that this episode was recorded. So shoot me an email if you have any questions or any thoughts. Uh, look forward to hearing from you guys. And I miss you on Instagram for all, everyone who messages me. I really do miss you.